0: It's not difficult. It's not difficult to be led by this spirit we're always talking about. You know, we talk about him so much, especially under finished work. We talk about spirit so much. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of God, deposit, guarantee, salvation, anointing. We're not following him. We're not following him. Why are we called followers of Christ? If we are struggling to do our ministry, follow the church as a flock as a lamb, we're followers, we're wired to follow, we're not wired to lead Christ, he leads us, Second 2 Corinthians 2.14, he leads us, right, in triumph, as many as are led by the Spirit, the Spirit leads, Romans 8.14 as well, right, we're wired to follow, Holy Spirit, what is your will in this moment, what would you have me do, what would you have me say? I was speaking to a minister a couple of weeks ago who was like, I struggle with my teaching and my, when, I, when I prepare a message, I struggle to gather my thoughts together. I said, just be led. Have your notes from beginning to end, but don't try to start where it starts. Don't try to end where it ends. Keep scanning as you come up and you'll see where he will drop something in your mind that might just be the fourth, fourth or fifth point that somehow comes and links to everything he wants you to say. Just be led. Just be led. Don't move if he's not, if it's, if it's not moving. Don't sit if he's moving. I mean, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. And there were 6 million of them that had never been a nation before. They came out from 430 years as slaves. They had no idea what it meant to worship God outside of their slavery. Do you understand what I mean? They never had a church service. They never had any congregational worship. It was the primary basis on which Moses approached Pharaoh. Let my people go that they might worship me. Don't forget that. So God was calling them out, not out of slavery, but he was calling them to himself. He wasn't calling them out as as much as he was calling them in. (laughs) That's why they had to be baptized into Moses in the Red Sea. Because there was a quicker, shorter way to the promised land by passing the Red Sea. But if they are taking that way, sir, they would not have been baptized. They would not have been baptized. It was a 40-day route. But if they had taken that route, they would have avoided the Red Sea. There would have been no other water big enough to baptize all of them into Moses in preparation for repentance, in preparation for salvation. So God was calling them into himself and as a consequence, out of slavery. Are you with me? 430 years of slavery, the Israelites leave Egypt, Goshen, where they were, crossed the Red Sea. And every time they camped, they had a pillar of fire by night, a pillar of cloud by day. And the Bible says that whenever, whenever the pillar moved, it did not matter what you were doing. Stretch your imagination. You are allowed to stretch your imagination in any direction right now is justified. Because everything you can imagine, as dirty as it was, was going on. As long as there were six million people in one place. Somebody was giving birth. Somebody was having sex. Somebody was cooking. Somebody was farming. Somebody was blacksmithing something. Somebody was getting ready to marry. Somebody was in, taking a journey. Somebody was fighting somebody. Somebody was praying. Somebody was about to steal something. I mean, Six million people... Anything you can imagine was happening. But when the pillar moved, everybody moved. Everything you were doing as legitimate as it was, paused. If not totally, stopped. Because some processes once aborted cannot be remedied. Whenever the thing moved, whenever the pillar of cloud of fire stopped, everybody imagined the long Backup of traffic. Everybody stopped and right there, they camped. Let's try and get to the next city before dark. No, sir. Where the cloud stopped, they stopped. Where the fire stopped, they stopped. Cloud represents what? Glory. Fire represents what? Spirit. Who are those two? Christ. How does he lead us? By his spirit. Cloven tongue's ass of fire. And he leads us. We follow. We don't give excuse. We don't try and wrap up what we're doing. We obey now. Oh, but you don't understand. This thing is important. How about let the dead bury their dead? Oh, surely Jesus did not mean it literally. Wait, no problem. Find your place, wife. Take it. Find your place, husband. Take it. Find your place, church. Take it. Because he, he knows his place. Your husband knows his place. Do you know yours? Or are you trying to be wife and husband at the same time? You are following the spirit. You also want to lead the spirit. He must be willing to go anywhere he leads. Anytime he leads. Otherwise, you are not ready. That's why you must choose a man That has a measure of God in Christ for you to follow. You cannot enter relationship on feelings. You can't enter relationship on sentiments. You can't. He's a fine boy. He's tall. That vision I saw when I was praying. As soon as I saw him. He was the outward manifestation of the vision. Get ready. Because he will manifest. And she will express herself. Because you saw her, she looked very expressive. It has to be a measure of the God nature in the man. Enough for you to say, for this reason, Sarah called Abraham Lord. For this reason. What's the reason? The God factor. Otherwise, Phile. Is anybody getting this at all? So we are yielded to him. We are following his leading. We are the wife. We are the sheep. We are the flock. We are the house. We are the building. And all the things that we are in the metaphor of the church, if you remember, you realize they have a common denominator. They cannot be any of those things by themselves. A house cannot build itself. A bride cannot marry herself. Which other ones were there? The flock, they cannot shepherd itself. The vine, how can it grow itself or prune itself? And the list goes on. Common denominator. You realize that's why Jesus said to them, of your own, you can do nothing. That's what it means to be followers that's what it means to be followers that we are led that we read what the word says and we do it how should pastors behave how should the church respond this is it how do we address a need his predisposed will how should we pray this is it what should we expect when we pray how should we gather this is it but it's a life question there's a word answer that's it but can we just be spirit-led can we let's just be spirit-led committed to his will committed to his way at whatever cost find what he will have us do and do it understand what he will not have us do and not do it even if we're the only ones on that road even if we're the only ones on that road the only ones that will not share grace and goodness because he has shared it all the only ones that will not say a creed because the word is enough the only ones that will not have a constitution i don't need it why do i need bylaws when we have the word why do i need this is our church constitution is that not what the word is? So why do we need to write section 1, subsection 2, paragraph 3? If a man sins, the church shall therefore investigate and then subsequent to investigation and him being found guilty of the sin, he shall be excommunicated, suspended, as the leadership of the church shall deem necessary. Subsection C. Where such a person has not yielded himself to such disciplinary measures, the church shall now excommunicate the person. No, according to not? can we just do the Bible? Can we just... the word can we just give when there's a need and not glorify money by putting a basket in front so we cannot have a church that has a meeting without offering baskets money is an idol for me money is not an issue because i can do ministry to the highest heights without money we can run church own buildings run schools do outreaches without money because money is only a tool that meets a need the church needs money the church doesn't need money the church has needs that should be met where unavoidable using money in other words church should only handle money where somebody who had the money could not directly sort the need and so as a last resort they brought the money do you understand so we meet the need where unavoidable Using money. But we will not put a basket or a box in front for you to squeeze money and put in it. Because that doesn't get anything done. So we glorify money. Raise the money. What are the money for? We need something done, the thing gets done. Why do we need money? Why does the church need a bank account? Because nobody is thinking this way. Because it's not profitable for some people's pocket. That's why the country is a reflection of the church. The country is corrupt because the church is corrupt. The country is messed up because the church is messed up. The country is not because the church is not politicking and playing with resources we're not faithful stewards of what is coming we're hustling material things why do we need money why do we need a bank account if every need that the church has is met and if you would walk away from here if you would walk away from here and be determined to just be led by the spirit and not apologize for it your life will take a whole dramatic different because you find that you will be disadvantaged less and less and less in life to the measure that you are yielded to the spirit. I'm driving home sometimes and he just tells me to go past my street or go past my gate. And I would drive past, playing the music loud and I drive around and I come back. Only him knows what he has diverted away from me. Only he knows. So I've learned to not fight it because his leading comes first. His leading comes first. Let's be yielded. Please I beg you, stop fighting his leading. I beg you to stop fighting the leading of the spirit. You are where you are like Saul. In against the prick. Because you're going against the tide. Stop fighting. How has he profited you so far? Resisting the spirit. How? The degree. The relationship. The house. The cloth. What you wore. What you ate. What you, what you got into. To the measure that we're just fighting. Because it has to make sense. Because it has to, God has to explain to you why he's doing what he's doing. He has to show you what is in it for you. Stop fighting the spirit. Allow him to lead. And guess what? He is the best leader there is. He doesn't know how to lead amiss even if he tried. Because he's perfect. He's perfect. So once you're following, you don't have to know. You don't have to know. The more expensive and comfortable your car becomes, the less your inclination to drive it. If you have not owned a car, you will not understand what I just said. But you hardly see somebody who owns a Rolls Royce phantom or ghost driving it. You drive your Corolla Shah, you drive your Camry, all the all the versions of Camry, New International Version, King James version, NLT, message translation, all the old good news version, all the old King James, all the all the models, all the translations of Corolla, you drive it. You, there's some level of Benz you will drive. But there's some cars you begin to get. You you hardly see anybody owning a Bugatti driving it. You're arriving at an event on the red carpet. You want to step out of the owner's corner of that vehicle. So it's on record between men and angels that this is my car. Now go and check the way these cars are built. The peak of the luxury is at the back seat. Some of the vehicles are called... Pilot driven. So at the level of those vehicles, they put some comfort into the driver's seat. You know, heated seats, you know, lumber support. You know, 7, 10, 15-way driver adjustments. They put a, a bit of it in that area. But for instance, if you are driving yourself, you cannot think of watching a DVD or Blu-ray. You can't think of it. Because you crash and wake up and find you are dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? You just, you wake up and find you are dead. You're dead. You crashed. Because you feel like you own the car and the, the car has DVD. Uh, it's not when the car is running that they watch DVD. So I was trying to watch and pray. And at best, you have a nine-inch LCD either embedded in the dash or pop-out screen here. So you have that. And then you have a screen pop-out. He The screen just did like that. And then you're driving. Your entertainment system. As the cars get juicier, the fun, the luxury shifts to the back. The trays for your food. As it gets more deeper, stay with me. I told you, you know by now, I teach in illustrations. As it gets deeper, man, the, all the luxury shifts to the back. If there's a nine inch on the dashboard, then now there is a 32 inch that falls down and gives you a panoramic hologram view. So you see it as though you can touch 3D inside a car in the back. You have a whole starlight roof where you don't, you just see the sky, fiberglass, amazing, and you are just being driven. You open your, the side of the back chair, and your laptop comes out. Everything is multi-touch screen. You are being driven. At this point, you have earned it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have your privacy intact. You are being you are being you are being chauffeured. You are enjoying the comfort of it. And and when the vehicle stops, then you are told we are, have arrived. your destination. Look at me carefully. Such is the way of a man driven by the Spirit. Why are you struggling to drive when the level of luxury that the cross has brought you into is such that you are sat in the back and are being driven by somebody who does not mind driving you? Why are you struggling with your little Corolla so you can look like you're a driver, look like you have a car when what he has stored up for you it's at the level that you just sit back and enjoy the ride and let him say, son, you have now arrived at your destination. And when the storms, the potholes of life come, he's able to circumnavigate and balance you. I dropped it there myself. Don't worry. He's able to balance you. And, and in the midst of the storm, you have peace, you have stability, you have equilibrium, you have circumference, you have, your level of gravity stays the same because you're not the one driving. You're just being led. By the Spirit. What's the struggle? What's the struggle? Why be stuck in some deadbeat car when all the luxuries you need are loaded up for you and you just enter in and you're going. And because the master navigator is driving, he knows exactly where he's taking you, at what speed to get you there, at what temperature to get you there, in what comfort zone to get you there. And all you need to do is sit back and allow the dude drive you. What is your problem? What's your problem? Why won't you let him drive? Why won't you let him drive? Because the stuff that you're trying to... is in the back seat. The juice of it is in the back seat. The comfort of it is in the back. The safety of it is in the back seat. In the driver's seat, you have an accident. Only one airbag will explode. Two at the most. One in front, one at the driver's side door. At the back, you have 360 degrees airbag, SRS airbag support. So if he crashed, airbags pop at you from everywhere and cushion you. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so is the Lord round about them that fear him now and forevermore. Just let him drive. Just let him lead. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't mind leading. You know, he's not even interested in credit. You know, we we make God some egomaniac that God will punish you so that he must be the one that shines. If, If that's the case, then his word is wrong when he says he leads you in triumph and through you through you diffuses the knowledge of his fragrance in every place god has no problem with you looking like it was you that did it through us through us through us he diffuses through us diffuses the knowledge of his fragrance in every place he's happy to show you off he's happy for you to look good he's happy for you to smash that exam and do well in that interview without saying jesus did it because that might not be relevant in that workplace did you hear what i just said it might not be relevant in that workplace. The Muslim guy that just gave you the job might not be predisposed to hearing is, is the Jesus that did it. But did Jesus did it. Yes. Do you know that he did it? Does he know that he did it? He's cool with it. That's why I'm not a fan of starting every sentence with praise the Lord. Because it's religion. He is praised, sir. Yes, sir. He is praised. He is praised. So when I want to say praise the Lord, I say praise the Lord. When I want to praise the Lord, I praise the Lord. He's praised in me. I don't have to make a greeting out of it. Praise the Lord. What? That's religion now most times when we say praise the lord we are not praising the lord we're not praising the lord it's religion Praise the lord. amen amen hallelujah amen somebody say amen amen that's it's all, all those punctu- punctuations they're not glorifying god because you're not doing them out of a consciousness but is he praised oh yes he is say amen. amen don't say amen that's not your problem what he will do he will do i don't need your amen the louder your amen the faster your miracle that's the biggest scam the louder you shout your amen the more god will come to you what nonsense is that written where how when his promises paul says they are ye and they are amen on their own <laughs> his word itself is ye the word itself is the amen otherwise it cannot be alpha omega it's not alpha and omega there's no and in the greek in that sentence he's alpha omega inception end at once it's not a beginning and then. He is now, when well, you now do something in between, he's now the end. No, he's Alpha Omega. Amen. Don't, don't say, shout the loudest, amen. Has anybody been edified tonight? Please be led by the Spirit to leave your philosophies out of it. Leave your mindset, leave your paradigm out of it. Leave your conviction out of it. Leave your study out of it. Much of the study wearies the soul. Of the acquiring of knowledge, there shall be no end. Leave your intelligence out of it. Leave your age out of it leave your preference out of it please be led by the spirit and don't try to prejudice what you are hearing don't try to tell the spirit how to lead you don't come out and say what he did not lead you to say because if he led you it's consistent with his word consistent he will not contradict his word he will not be led by the spirit this concludes this message thank you for listening and we hope it has been a blessing to you for inquiries and further information please send us an email to info at thebasiliacommission.org or visit our social media platforms.